Welcome to The Story Tinker, a place for in-depth analysis of stories, including Midnight Poppyland, Purple Hyacinth, and more. Co-hosted by sharp, witty, and dare I say, thirsty fans, we dive deep into every episode, analyzing character, relationship development, and plot theories. You can follow The Story Tinker on all podcast platforms and videos of most episodes on YouTube. You can also follow The Story Tinker on Instagram and Facebook. If you'd like weekly bonus content, sneak peeks, and more, you can support The Story Tinker on Patreon. Thanks for listening to The Story Tinker, and let's get started. I'd like to thank Natis from Instagram for messaging me and suggesting that we do A Sewer's Bride. Thank you! Everyone is very grateful. Hi everyone, and welcome to the final episode of A Sewer's Bride, episode 11, which has no title, but I'll invent the title, or will invent the title. <laughs> and we have Tina and Vida here, so say hi. Hello, hello! Hey, I'm Vita. <laughs> I'm Tina, even though it says 18452. <laughs> I don't know if that actually shows up on the, the video. I feel like sometimes it does, sometimes it doesn't. But anyway, so we are doing the last episode of A Sewer's Bride, and it's it's interesting because we've never done the last episode of any other story yet on the podcast. So, um, you know, given our wide sample of two stories, but... <laughs> So yeah, so we're going to finish the story up. Crazy. So um, last episode uh, ended with a rendezvous between our two main characters, Tora and, not Tora. <laughs> Tora. You look alike. Who had clashes, had their doubts, had their suspicions, but then reunited in the grand display of love. <laughs> And now we learn about what happens next. And we have a narration that same night amid the battle cries of the Northern soldiers. And this episode is in black and white. And um, we see a, the people on the guard, guard tower and seems like snow is falling again and the promise of impending bloodshed. And now we see Yua and Uwan embracing. And we see his crew in the back, his, his soldiers, his army, standing there with their battle flags, <clears throat> about to head off into battle. This is like the classic, you know, goodbye before battle moment. They're hugging each other, not knowing if they'll ever see each other again, if they'll come back alive or dead. And he said, she said, he asked if I would stay with him. And we have the, this blacked out flag panel. And I feel like it's just a reminder that, you know, this is the enemy, the enemy's flag, and he's asking her, the enemy, will you stay with me? So it's more of an impactful moment. And she says, I would. Not surprised. And she watches them run off. And then Ulan looks back. He has this beautiful circlet, circulate, jewelet, something on his um, forehead. He's looking back at her. He smiles and then in faded out letters, it says, wait for me. And it's just so beautiful. It's even more beautiful that it's faded out because then you can know it's far away. It's faint and silent, but she still hears him. Yeah. It's, he's so gorgeous. I'm sorry. It's just, he's, he's even in black and white, like it's just, the panels are so beautiful. And then can we just take a pause with the panel where he has no nose? Like, yeah. I love it because it reminds me of Torah and No Nose Torah. No Nose like, Torah. More than that, you can see like the difference and just the little eye squints where it's such a warm, you know, he's feeling like warm and tender right now. And it's like, come on, really? Why have to be that good at drawing? <laughs> <laughs> he looks so happy in that panel where he says, wait for me. Like, it's just like, yeah. it looks like he finally has something to come home to. You know, oh. <laughs> as opposed to like, you know, like he's just this king and he's doing everything that he's supposed to be doing. It's just like now he has a reason to come home. And he it like how you can convey that much warmth in someone's eyes um, when it's a black and white photo is just amazing. And actually, if you look at um, Uwa, it's like... Mm-hmm. The expressions are almost reversed where you see her like that little smile it's like putting on a brave face and then you scroll down a little bit more and it's like she doesn't know she hopes she comes back but it's the you can see the uncertainty in her eyes like it's so 
interesting. You have like the unknown in her eyes and you have this whole expression in his. And I think that parallel is just absolutely beautiful. Yeah, I agree. That's a great point. Yeah, there's so much tenderness between them. It's it's so beautiful to see how literally probably like a day or two ago, you know, they were alone in the world and now they have someone, they have the special someone. Ah, that makes all the difference. So he rides off on his horse. <laughs> you know, so your majesty is ja, he goes off and like you said, her face crashes down. She says, and that was the last I saw of him. Oh, you see her just standing there alone, huddled with her cloak and the snow falling. And it's just, again, this beautiful image showing, you know, she's much smaller. Lily's making these great choices where, you know, instead of being zoomed in, we see her zoomed out and there's tons of empty space around her. And that just highlights how small and alone she is. And she's in this enemy camp. She doesn't know what's going to happen. Her lover goes away. For all she knows, he may, you know, she may not even be well-treated after he leaves. Like, you know, she, she doesn't know the people around her. <sighs> sad, sad. And it gets even sadder because we hear weeks later, word came in that they had lost the battle at Olzi, his civilian city, badly. Following the defeat, soldiers from my kingdom came to take me back home, while soldiers from Qianli raided and burned down the camp. We see an image of a soldier grabbing her and taking her home, but she doesn't want to go, and she's crying. And it's, so, it's such a contrast from the last time. Like When she left her home, she was anxious. She thought she was going to come back, but she probably couldn't have predicted that she would have to be have to be dragged kicking and screaming back to her own home yeah her perspective has completely changed in the time that she left yeah. I think it's beautiful how Lily was able to illustrate someone falling in love and having that reciprocal love in literally just a couple of days and you can tell that it's it's she's heartbroken right now like the tears coming down her eyes like she didn't want to leave like she wanted to wait there until he came back even though they're telling her that he's gone yeah and that's what she just tells us as i asked around for news on king asura the replies i see received were all the same he had died in the battle and there's a close-up of her face just tear streaming down her face she's yelling she's resisting just heartbreaking i mean this is the worst um by the way, how many of you thought he was actually dead when you read this? So <laughs> I, you know, I, 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 I knew that I had read, okay. So I had read M M MPL first. Like I had found MPL first and then, um, I was just like, this is great. Like I need more. So I, Hopefully we'll get her again. Found his ride, um, and I had her. His oh no, sorry. Can you hear me now? Yeah, yeah. we can hear you now. Okay, sorry. Um, I I I had found out that um, Lily had said that they were his ancestors. So when this happened, I was praying that it wasn't that like Ewa has was just pregnant. pregnant you know, right? and, you know, I was just like, oh no, like I actually did think that he might have passed away. I hoped not, but yeah. I don't remember what I thought back then, honestly, but reading it now, I'm like, this is going to end on a good note. I, yeah. I, I have this very bad habit of thinking everything will end well. <laughs> I'm an optimist by nature. I'm like, of course they'll have true love. Um, and whenever I like, I read a tragedy or watch a tragedy, I know in advance it's going to be a tragedy. So I'm like, okay, whatever. I know things are going to end badly, but in general, I always think things will be, will be good. <laughs> So yeah, of course he'll, you know, this is a, this is a romance. They'll, they'll end up in love. <laughs> yep. I feel like it's been a really long time when I'm reading a book and I'm like, oh, this is such a happy little rom-com. And then it's like, no, bam, everyone dies at the end. So my default is just because of that trend that it's happy. So the few where it actually happens, I'm like falling for an hour afterwards. Yeah. And it's usually well done. Like, Sorry, I just thought of like three other books in my head. <laughs> we don't have to deviate. Yeah. But um, yeah, no, that's my default. It's like you were saying, Mindy, like it's just this is going to be happy ending. <laughs> yeah, that's it. It's very much my perspective on life. You know, I'm like an optimist in general. So 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, it's like, a good perspective to have. I've read too many books where like, they'll be like, like series books where it'll be like, happy, 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 happy devastation. And I'll just be like, no. So this, I was just like, please, please don't do this to me. Yeah. Yeah. I think we have just slightly different preferences and like at least series books because the series yeah. books I read, they're usually happy. <laughs> <laughs> usually no they're usually happy I had a couple of books that were it was just like knife to the chest and I was just like oh, why why yeah. would you do this but yeah they were they were well done and eventually they get they get their happy ending but still like okay. it's just I was I was hoping that that wasn't the case for her and I'm happy that it ends well <laughs> yeah but meanwhile poor poor her she is back in her kingdom now we see several months later at a lake near the Shan kingdom palace we see a bunch of maidens uh washing their clothes at the river it looks like you is approaching and they're like oh princess you are laundry princess you mustn't and again this is interesting it shows us that she's not stuck up she's not a snob she pitches in not surprised and i wonder if um her experience changed her or i'm pretty sure she was like that before and now it looks like she hasn't really interacted with people for a while because um, the maid servants are saying, you haven't allowed anyone in your compound for months. Your Highness, are you fine? She, she was so worried about you. And so it looks like she hasn't really interacted with them. And they say that the guards said that most of the maids had left because of the war. I'm feeling better now. So let me help. You'll wear yourselves out in no time. Interesting. All right. So the maids are gone. So she has to pitch in. It was just, you know, wonderful of her. Sorry. <laughs> and um, she's like, why are you staring at me? What's wrong? And they're, you know, curious maids, which is, by the way, a role, speaking of you said Sub-Zero, curious maids are a big role in Sub-Zero. So <laughs> that's like a, a thing in palaces. And they say, there's something we'd like to ask you. When you were gone, us servants were told that you were abducted by bandits, the ones she, she escaped from. But when the soldiers brought you back, you were so distraught they could barely restrain you. And we have this image of her staring out of her abode just into like where there's a tree, She's looking in the distance. She looks very, very depressed. And they say you were like an empty shell for weeks, barely eating and drinking, just staring into a distance in a haze, which is so sad to hear her being described this way. Yeah. Sad, but appropriate because she just lost the love of her life. She thinks she's dead. Someone she just had for like one night and they had this great love and it's gone. And it's in a way it's even harder because, you know, if you have, if you're with someone for a while, you, you learn their flaws, right? <laughs> you know, and you're like, um, you know, you get to see their bad side, but here she just had this one love. It was like this promise. She didn't even have to have a chance to have an actual relationship and it was gone and taken from her before it could even start. Yeah. And yeah, it's the interesting too. I just wanted to point out that there's no leaves on the tree. Mm. Like, I think that's just another, like she's staring out and just touching back on like the themes of loneliness um, and isolation. This is like another one that's just death, you know, um, when you're in the winter, fall. Um, so really she is in her darkest moments and she doesn't have any hope. And I think the fact that she's looking at the tree really symbolizes that. I think that's amazing. Like I, I never even picked up on that. Like, but I think you're so right. Cause it does, it signifies like time passing, but it also signifies the fact that her life is barren right now. Like she just, yeah. there's, it, it seems like there's no life in her oh, life. Wait. Oh. But wait, there's more. <laughs> What's the next season? <laughs> After winter comes it's spring. Yeah, exactly. And leaves start growing. There's new life. Is that Can a foreshadowing? Imagine that this is happening in March right now, because like I, I'm totally feeling the um, just the chaos of the weather right now. Yeah, it's so mercurial. Yeah. Well, I started gardening again today, and I bought. <laughs> I went to the store and I bought. Guess which plant I bought a lot of? Was it poppies? Poppies. I looked for poppies. They didn't have red poppies. They had blue poppies, so I bought them anyway. And then what else did I buy? Tiger lilies. No, I did not. No? I actually, I don't like lilies. I never have liked them. Oh, okay. Uh, no, um, oh, 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 oh. There is, there. 
they're my favorite flower. Tulips? No, they're like bushy and they're big and they're a bush. Hydrangeas? Oh. What? Hydrangeas? No, 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 no. Uh, the height, the the height, height, height. Yep. I bought a lot of purple hyacinths. <laughs> ah. Oh, I'm forgetting my favorite flower. Azaleas, <gasps> rhododendrons. No, 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 no. Peonies? Peonies. Okay. Peonies are personally my Peonies. favorite flower. They're so pretty. I thought, you're gonna, I, I thought you were going to say peony because it's like the tattoo that yeah, yeah. I have. Yeah, I have a bunch of peonies planted already and um, they didn't come up last year. So I yeah. kind of neglected the garden and let it, I planted like tons of stuff and then I, neglect, I let all the weeds grow. But anyway, I do have like 10 peonies planted and hopefully they'll grow this year. <laughs> so anyway, divergence. I get very like into, I get very excited and I got, I got like just tons of flowers and I spent like all week planting everything and then I just lost patience to like actually maintain it but this year I'm like promising myself that I'm gonna maintain it and make it look nice so you know if you cut peonies before the bulb expands and you put them in the fridge um you can have peonies in your house all year round because they kind of when you take them out they'll bloom like you just leave them in your fridge okay I'll look that up anyway so hopefully I'll have a a very webtoon themed garden because I'll have peonies and purple hyacinths and I don't have lilies because I don't like lilies. Maybe I, maybe I should plant yeah, some. Fine. Well, I just said it because it was tiger lilies. You know, yeah. Taurus tiger. No, I did. You know, I did have tiger. I did have tiger lilies last year. I don't know if they grew. I don't know because of whatever. It was such a mess. But, <laughs> but I do. I did remember planting them. So anyway, if if they bloom, I'll take pictures. But I guess let's go back to the webtoon. So. Um, we hear that the, the maids say the grand advisor said it was just a head injury, but to us handmaiden, it seemed like something else. Mm. So they're not stupid. You can't pull yeah. the wool over their eyes. They got the girl perception. They're like, oh. Yeah, they're like, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and they are super gossipy because they're like, see, your highness, rumor has it, you were actually taken by a northern soldier back to his camp. So what we wanted to ask, is he really how the northern soldiers are said to be like? And they're blushing. And it's like, okay, what have you heard about Northern soldiers? <laughs> Look at her face. Look at his face. She's just like, ugh. She's like, is she really asking what she, what I think she's asking? Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. <laughs> I think she's also surprised that like a rumor is going around that she was taken by a Northern soldier. Cause I'm pretty sure her family wants to keep that under wraps as much as possible. So she's just like, ugh. Yeah. I stuff like that I do not think and I mean the truth always comes out I don't think it's ever possible to keep secrets definitely <laughs> yeah and I mean, it could like, be a reason why too she hasn't left the house or even been allowed if the parents think that she's um I don't know like lost her virginity like not pure anymore to use like the really old colloquial terms <laughs> interesting yeah maybe so these girls, this is what they heard. They're like, oh, barbaric, of course, ferocious and savage and strong. So very strong. <laughs> oh, you know what they're thinking. Uh-huh. They're like, Their king is said to be able to take down five men with the blow of a sword. He has a tem- reaching temper like a bull. Some say his eyes are a fiery red. And like, oh, God, these girls, they're so funny. <laughs> ah. And she has this image of King Asura in the back and then she just mutters she's like being sleep deprived really does that to you You're like what was that your highness nothing <laughs> anyway so um Vida, do you want to take over from here yeah sure so um i just love her deadpan expression like right yeah even though she believes that he's dead she can still kind of like tease his personality it's like yeah he's doing why are we romanticizing red eyes he just doesn't sleep and just being really <laughs> frank about it i love it um and then she says uh no nothing when the maid kind of overhears a little bit he was just some soldier who happened to pass by that's all he didn't manhandle you yeah yeah he did manhandle (laughs) (laughs) and then um our girl ua says only briefly i tried to escape and then the maids are like what a pity and then the other was like what do you mean what a pity you're a traitor so brazen don't speak so brazenly of the enemy um 
I think that just shows really well how gossipy girls can be. To be fair, though, guys are really gossipy, too. They just hide it better, and they just say that they're not, and they're just liars. My husband is a very big gossip, so, like, my husband and his friends, I do not gossip like they do. They, uh, yeah. (laughs) I work with mostly men. I find out the gossip from them. Like, I'll be out of work Mm -hmm. for, like, two days, and I'll be like, hey, and they'll be like, hey, did you hear what happened? I'm like, no, what happened? They know all the gossip. Yeah. I think it's funny that these two girls in this moment, when she's like, oh, what a pity. That's literally Lily Dusk's fandom, like right, right there. Like, we're just like, oh, really? Like, I feel like I've, in that moment, like, I felt such camaraderie with these maids. I was just like, yeah, like, I'm sorry. Yeah, she's one of us. <laughs> all right. Look, they might have conquered the, our kingdom. This is the one that stems for the enemy, by the way. Mm-hmm. They might have conquered our kingdom, but their king has been nothing but kind to us. You, you know, by the way, that girl has like drool alien. coming out of her mouth. Yeah. Did you hear that? Yeah. I noticed it. <laughs> oh, sorry. I should have said that after you said they're lying. <laughs> no, you're good. <laughs> and then the other girl, <laughs> again, deadpan expression. You're only saying that because he's apparently a total stud muffin. Like those, like you know, Lily is just like really nailing it yeah. home when she uses literally 20 for, 21st century language in yeah. you know historic era period piece, and it's just it makes it funnier for all for that reason. And then um, uh, the girl who uh you know is a little thirsty. Well, that too. Never seen him before, but everyone swears that he is. So for her, I guess it doesn't take much. She just needs a an, an imagination. <laughs> Good for her. Maybe, maybe she'll be the next webtoon artist in that world. She'll she'll do this smut work for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> and then Ua is like the king conquered. And she starts to say conquered, and then you see her kind of like perk up um where she realizes like oh maybe there's some more information that i don't know of their king conquered our kingdom what are you talking about it was your father's orders not to tell you because you were in such a bad state please forgive us and then the maid again with a little bun says while you were resting in your compound these last few months the northern army made a recovery after their defeat at the ozalai kingdom they destroyed um kwan li and uh, Alliance kingdoms. It was brutal but swift. Miraculously, Princess uh, Princess Eugen was sent back to us by the northern soldiers. Um, and here we kind of have a map of the entire region. Some of the key places are highlighted in red. This includes Ulain's camp, where they, you know, were just last chapter. Um, the kingdom and a couple of the kingdoms as well. And not only was our Shan kingdom spared from the bloodbath, your father was even allowed to retain his status as the king of Shan. And then we have kind of like- like Right away, I'm like, yeah, he's definitely alive because he's the one who orchestrated that, you know, the sister should be sent back unharmed. He's still the king, her kingdom is unharmed. Definitely the match, you know, the work of a loving, uh, lover (laughs) i wonder too if lily drew the map like she must have right yeah she must have and it does look like a traditional uh like you know old asian um map like because like the mountains have like those like they're like very similar to like I watch like a lot of like old like kung fu movies and like it looks it looks like it it's i think this whole webtoon, like the fact that she did it and it's so short, like the detail that she was able to put in it is amazing. And it's interesting too, because it maps out, I'm looking, I'm like staring at it now. It actually maps out uh, Ua's original route mm-hmm. and then where it got interrupted by the bandits. I didn't realize she had put that in there. That's really cool. Yep. It is, it's very oh, cool. And they have a link too. It's almost like here I think that's a view of what we went through. Yep. So that's the lake. That's the White Lake where they were um, like resting. You have like the bandits that you have Osley down here, like where Ulan ended up going and like lost. And it even says like battleground. So like they that was the Osley kingdom and like that's the battleground. It's so cool. 
That's really cool. The detail's amazing. Uh -huh. So then now we have Ua going tap, 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 running, 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 like sprinting. You know our girl sprinting back to the palace to be like, what the heck's going on here? Um, so as a symbol of gratitude, your father decided to pledge his alliance to dot, dot, dot. Greetings, King of Shan. We have heard that you have been under much duress about the financial state of your kingdom, and so we have come bearing gifts. Your father, you, <laughs> father, you don't suppose it's me they want, do you? I just got back, just got my freedom back, and there's so much I want to do. And I believe this is, yeah, this is Ujin speaking. Yes, um, observe the meeting habits of giant pandas, eat a scorpion. I can't do any of that with a stupid king breathing down my neck. No offense, father. Plus, you know I'm not into men and I'm so sick of pretending. Father, again, deadpan expression, like be quiet. <laughs> be quiet literally, be quiet. Those barbarians spared our lives, you willful brat. Just be grateful you weren't beheaded along with the rest of the Kulin royal family. So can I just say that, like, before I actually met first, like, before we were introduced to first princess um, Eugen, I was really disinclined to dislike her. Uh, I was, like, inclined to dislike her um, just because she ran away and then um, Yua had to take her place. Like, before I realized, you know, everything that was happening and, like, that it wasn't her fault, like, they ended up sending her away. I really like her character. Like, I think she's yeah. such, I feel like she's, like, a modern woman trapped in, yeah. like, ancient and ancient civilization and I feel for her like she's just they they know that she's just beautiful like they don't take into consideration the fact that she she obviously has like a scientific mind if she wants to study the mating habits of pandas um I thought it was because she was um <laughs> a little yeah no and also she she she's gonna be visiting the harem for a different reason yeah <laughs> Yeah, let's not mince words. She's lesbian. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, I thought she was like just uh, into sexy stuff because she wanted to observe the mating habits. <laughs> Maybe I didn't even think of it as a scientific mind. But you know, the truth is, I'm just so influenced by the Midnight Popular and Thirsty fans that, you know, <laughs> I just see one thing only. Oh, my gosh. Don't even ask. I'll tell you this after. Okay. I'll tell you, remind me to tell you something after we, we complete. <laughs> But it's like amazing too that you have literally like one panel and like sure some backstory, but you can totally, you totally know what like the personality of both characters, yeah. like the father and the daughter, um, even though this is the first time we're meeting them. Mm -hmm. She just does a really, really great job at just characterization yeah. in general. All the thuglets. Oh, she reminds me very much of Erdine. Like oh. she reminds me of Dean. Yeah. Um, and like just the fact that Dean is, seems like the type of person that is a free spirit and wants to do what they want to do. Um, and this is very much how I think of Princess Eugen. Like she's just, she wants to do what she wants to do. She doesn't want to be tied down to any one particular person. Exactly. Also, she is very pretty, by the way. I know that's yeah, her reputation. She is very pretty. Yeah. <laughs> so then we get to uncle and he starts to say, these oh. gifts will be yours. Oh, sorry. Well, yeah, also if we notice like everyone else in the county family was beheaded but she was spared again yeah mm. yep these gifts will be yours but in return dot 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 and here's our girl running in hopping and popping and she's like father <laughs> how could you keep something important like this from me you are not now we have guests and then <laughs> oh my god Yushin's <laughs> like oh baby girl you're right we you know, I guess there's at least one person in her camp from her yeah. amongst her siblings. And then we see, like, in that same panel, we have, like, uh, Ua barging in, the father scolding her, and um, her sister just kind of going, like, oh, what are you doing here? We also see this stranger with his back towards us. Hmm. But is Long, silky black hair. Long, silky black hair. <laughs> and we, <laughs> we, we hear from him in return continuing on at uncle's train of thread dot 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 ua and ulein stare each other <gasps> i want her oh, look at that. she's like a total shock and he's like hello my love so uh, serious, all the smoldering eyes that is a smolder really yeah oh, i love it 
gorgeous the circlet like, he wore mm-hmm. yeah. same one and <sighs> then she's like oh my god what's going on wobble wobble faint <laughs> I don't know if I really like the fact that she fainted but that's fine it's cool I mean she's um, basically seeing a ghost like she thinks he's been dead all this time so I mean yeah, yeah it makes sense I guess and then the sister is like, my baby girl fainted. You stupid guards, do something. And then um, the father's like, Ujin, Ujin, what on earth is wrong with her? And then here we have basically an empty space. I'm just going to, this is a panel. We're going to call it a panel. There's an we'll empty space just to signify that now there's transition. And lo and behold, we are back to that tree that we thought didn't uh-huh. Nice. So then we have their first discussion when they're reunited. He says, look at you, little doll. Look how ravishing you've become. You must have had plenty of suitors while I was gone. Who's the lucky man? Stop being so clib. What do you want from me? And then it's nice because right below that panel, we have um, translation as well. Uwa, which means jade doll or jade baby. So it's just kind of like a play on words for her name. It's a little nickname for her. And then he says, whatever I can get, plucks a flower from the tree, springtime, or at least almost springtime. And he says, don't you Eastern princesses have flowers in your hair all the time? Here you go. thought she doesn't know what to do. Such a cute expression on his face. He's like, he's that so happy. Chibi face. Yeah, and he's like, you know, it's like all the worries of the world fell away and here he is with his love again. And he's, you know, she looks quite, quite upset, but, you know, he, he knows he's been alive this whole time. <laughs> you know, he hasn't had to deal with that. But Tina, I think it's, um, might be your turn for the last time. All right, so I will take care of the rest of it. Uh, she looks, she looks so upset in this panel where he has this cute little chibi face. Um, so then she, he's, he's just like, do, 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 do. And she is pissed. Like she is, she's upset. Um, so then the next panel, like she just like smacks his hand. Um, and then she's like, I thought you were dead. And she's like, everyone said you were dead. And she's, you know, he's looking down at her and she's looking down at the ground. And then the panel afterwards, like he just, he looks really sad. Like, cause he, he knows he had to keep the fact that he was alive from her. And I, I'm pretty sure in the back of his mind, like he realized that it was going to be hurtful to her, but she was very, very hurt realized, like not knowing that he was alive. So then she she goes, you could have sent a messenger, a letter, something. Um, I didn't need much. I just needed to know that, um, that you were still alive. And like, you can tell like she's holding back tears and stuff and she starts to cry. And he's just like, you are during the battle for our, and then like he explains basically like what happened. He goes, during the battle for um, our civilization city, our civilian city, Osley, we were vastly outnumbered with more than half our troops deployed elsewhere. And I was on the brink of death when they brought me back from the battlefield. And then you see a flashback to what happened. And he goes, during the battle for the, the Osley kingdom, my body feels so weak. My vision is blurry. I can't see anything. And this is his internal thoughts um, while he's on the battlefield, bloody um, fighting and stuff like that. And, and we see him, he's, he's blood spattered. He's got, he's on his knees. He's got his sword in the ground. And he goes, my wounds aren't healing like they usually do. And that's the whole thing with King Asura is that he's got this superhuman strength where he can fight for days on end and he will always be the last man standing on the battlefield. Um, so now he's like, what? And he's, you know, breathing heavily. He's got blood on his face and he goes, my eyes turn black. And he's looking into his sword and he sees that his eyes are no longer red and even though in this um episode we never see his red eyes in the very beginning of the episode his eyes are colored well they're not colored they're just like kind of like white around the irises and now they are black um and you see him go from being surprised in this sword panel to being like very angry in the next panel and he goes yeah like he's just looking at his eyes and he's there's blood coming out of his eyes and he's just like so this is what they meant. Um, so he goes, so this is what father meant, punishment from the Okuru Inu of the North for showing kindness to the enemy. And then he says, Yua, and like, he's got, 
like blood tears coming out of his face, but like, he looks so determined. Like, he's just like, you know what, even if I can't, even if they're not going to help me, I'm not dying. Like, I've got something that I'm going to go back for. And like, that's, I feel like that's why, like he says, you were like, it's his, she's like his lodestone. Like she's his talisman. Like she's what's going to get him through. Like the fact that she's waiting for him. Um, I think it's interesting too. The fact that the curse is broken because he shows compassion for the enemy. Yes. But it's also like, I don't know. It's such a weird, it's such a weird thing. Cause it's, it feels like a blessing. But the Mm -hmm. moment you start to show growth and improvement, you lose this thing that could be classified as a blessing because it prevents him from dying. But even though you're giving up this power, you're getting your humanity back. Yeah, that's such a good way of putting it. Yeah, my question was, um, does the war end because the curse is broken in particular? And it was something that I was thinking about because maybe it was because he doesn't need his power anymore because they love each other, like the enemies love each other, that there's just no use for it. And it's just signifying like, hey, you know, here's a period of change coming and a period of, you know, humanity is com- is being restored. I think it's very interesting if you tie this story back to um, MPL and the scene where like they we're discussing ancient kings. Yeah. Um, king Asura was a very famous king. Like he basically like almost united or he probably did unite that kingdom. Um, and it's just so interesting that he was probably in the midst of doing all of that while he met his future wife and his queen. So it's just, it's such an interesting dynamic that he broke the curse that didn't go down to his eventual descendants in that same time. I, I just think it's so cool. Like, it's just, it's such a well-told story. I, I like what you said by that, Vita, sorry. Um, Cause yeah, I mean, I think that it makes so much sense in terms of like that, that it's a curse because he had to be unkind. And the fact that he, I feel like it's a curse that wanted it to break it. You know, they told him like, oh yes, you should be cruel, but like, really, we want you to be kind. And that's what, that set him free. I think it just, it, it sucked in a way that like, he lost that power in the midst of a battle. You know, like, it, I mean, but it was meant to be a punishment. His I kindness think, was meant to be a punishment. That I, I think of it more as you have to find a different kind of strength, like bringing it I don't know if you guys have seen Avatar Last Air. <gasps> yeah, yes. But like bringing it back to like someone like Zuko, where mm-hmm. originally his bending came was anger. anger. And the moment you strip that away from him and he realizes like, hey, I'm actually something more, you have to find a new grounding, something else to fight for. And I yeah. think what we see is uh, with the panel that you were saying, where he it has like blood mm-hmm. streaming from his from his eyes. He says, Ooh, and this is who is grounding him now. He yeah. has a new foundation for strength. It's not, you know, slaughter or war or defeating enemies. It's Ooh, something really human. I think that's such a, a great spin on that. And I, I completely agree with you. And I also feel like, you know, as a poet, like the, the Okuru, you know, wanted like cruelty. They wanted, um, they wanted him to be who they wanted as opposed to you or she just wants the war to end she wants him to to use his strength for for good as opposed to using his strength just to bring um sadness and misery even though i mean you it can be argued that like his people never suffered that kind of misery and they saw him as a just king um but you can tell that in his actions and his kindness after this battle at ozzy he sends her sister back. He keeps her father, the King of Shan. Those were all kindnesses. And he did all of those kindnesses for her. Like his, his purpose was completely changed. Yeah. Oh, so good. I love Avatar Last Airbender. Um, little. I'm glad little. you got it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'll, I'll go back. And it says, um, so he says, he says, he says, you are. And he looks very determined in this panel. And then it goes to a flashback of her and she's smiling and she's, you know, the snow is falling. She's wearing a cloak and, and she says, you can end this war. 
And he goes, Yua, for you, I will claim the lands. Wait for me. And again, harking back to what we were just discussing, this is very much, she wants him to finish this. Like she doesn't want there to be war anymore. Um, and then you see him get up he, since he was in his kneeling position and he he's pretty much slaughters someone there because like blood goes splattering everywhere. And he's determined to fight. And he goes, and if this, if this is my punishment, I'll take it. And then the next panel, like he was basically explaining everything to her. So then he goes, so we ended up losing that particular battle because help didn't come in time. And she goes, touching story soldier, but that doesn't answer my question. And he goes, oh, that, well, it was a battle strategy, getting the enemy to drop their guard by thinking I was dead. Forgive me, your highness. And he kind of looks um, repentant, but like in a, in a, oh, you're going to forgive me, right? Kind of way, like, yeah. yeah, like very much like a little kid that got caught with his hand in a cookie jar and it's just like, I know I wasn't supposed to be doing this, but I'm really cute. So you're not going <laughs> bad, right? Yeah. Um, and then uh, the next panel is him and he's just looking at him. He's blushing. And then she's also blushing. With, there's tears coming out of her eyes because obviously she's still upset. Like the love of her life just appeared um, and he's telling her all of these things and she's kind of, she's going through a lot of emotions right now. Um, and he goes, I'm not that weak little doll. Have more faith in your man. And she's like, Psh. and he's it's, like, yeah. he's like it's, wiping her tears. It's a very romantic statement, but at the same time, it's like, okay, so all those soldiers who died, it's just because they were weak. Like, exactly. Really? It's a little bit arrogant. <laughs> it, it's very arrogant. Such an arrogant statement. And her, like, she's just looking at him like, really? Um, and she goes, I have something to show you. I, at this point, it's like, for sure, here's the baby, right? Right, yeah. <laughs> this, this panel, like, after she says, I have something to show you, is my favorite panel. Like, ever. Like, him with the little ears. And her, with, like, he looks like such a puppy in this. And she's like a cat, like, get off me. Like, he looks so happy. It's such, it's so cute. I cannot, like, this is my like screensaver for a while. Like, this is so adorable. <laughs> <laughs> so he's just like, does that mean you're not upset at me anymore? And she goes, how could I remain upset at a man that died? She's like, get off me, you're heavy. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I'm just like reminded of like those, um, like those dogs that are huge that think they're lap dogs yeah. and like they'll sit on you. Like this is, I get that vibe from this. <laughs> it's hilarious. Um, so she go, he goes, everything's um, peaceful now, isn't it? I spared your kingdom too. And she goes, don't push your luck. So like, it's just like, he's kind of like needling her. Like, see, I did a good job. Like your kingdom's still a kingdom. I brought your sister back. And she's just like, you're still like in the doghouse kind of. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so then she goes, wait, um, wait out here. No peeping. And it's like, she's, you see like a shoji, like it's not a shoji screen. It's just a screen. And she's kind of like peeking behind it. And it's, it's no nose, you know, which is, I love it when Lily does like the no nose um, characters. Cause they just look so adorable. And then he goes, I would never. And like, he's, he looks like he's just like, hurry up. Like I've been, <laughs> I've been separated from you for all this time. And like, now you're asking me to wait. And he just looks like behind the screen. Yeah. He's just like, all right, just hurry up. Yeah. So she's the next panel. Like she's back here. Um, She's getting changed and stuff. And then he's like, oh, change your mind. And he just <laughs> like, <laughs> he, he comes like, and obviously she's in a state of undress. Like you can tell that she's she's not completely un, um, finished dressing. So then he goes, you really didn't need to put anything special on for me. And she's just like, oh, wow. Like, cause she's like, she's in the, she's getting dressed. Even though, you know, he's seen everything already, but still. But you know, that's not what he means. It's, yeah. He's, he's blushing and he's like, yeah, you don't have to wear anything. She's yeah, like, no, I know he's, <laughs> his mind is completely like, where is the nearest horizontal surface? Like I'm, I'm, yeah. you don't have to get dressed. Like it's, and it's then, fine. And she's like, Ulaine, let's bring it back down to earth. You yeah. Know, like <laughs> sit your ass down and let me get dressed. Exactly. He's, he's here for her not putting on more clothes. Like he's just. <laughs> I love it. Like the interaction between these two is so adorable. And it's, it's really nice to see that even after all this time, like they're still picking up like right where they left off. It's not like weird or awkward. Like they can still tease each other. They can still joke around with one another. And they still obviously have uh, an intense chemistry with one another. Um, so then like, he's all hugged up on her. And he's like, even this little piece of cloth you're wearing is good enough for, and then he like grabs her and you already know like where, his mind is going like he's he's ready 
Yeah. <laughs> um, so then it there's a couple more points, and he goes, um, she goes, This is a serious matter, get out, you perv. And then he's like, Oof. So like she obviously she hits him for like yeah. like to like she's like, get your mind out of the gutter. And um she like she probably like does like a little elbow thing and like gets him to like leave her alone so she can get dressed. Um so now he's he's looking into a mirror and he's just like, well, what's taking her so long? Doesn't she know the best outfit on a woman is nothing? And he's still, the man still has his mind back in that tent um, the night before he had to leave. And she goes, she didn't notice that my eyes aren't red anymore, or maybe they've always been black to her. Not everyone's sensitive to the supernatural. And this was actually a really interesting comment to me because I, I'm, we know that she did know that his eyes were red. Um, because she mentions it to the maids she just says that he was sleep deprived but I'm wondering if there were people that didn't realize that his eyes were red at all um but then she pops out and she's like cough um and she's beautifully dressed in his mother's um gown I'm not sure what you would call this um particular type of dress but she's she's wearing his mother's um dress and um, he's like, he, he looks surprised. Ula, and the next panel looks very surprised. And he goes, it fits you pretty well. And she goes, thanks. I wasn't sure how that button. Um, and then he just completely hugs her. Like, he's just like, oh, you look so great. And he hugs her. And, and she, she tells him, stop crying, silly. You're getting my hair wet. And he goes, let me be. I've been holding it in all day after seeing you. And it's just, I've said it before and I'll say it again. Like, Ulan's emotional um availability is is wonderful and I genuinely feel like this would be Tora if Vincent hadn't like destroyed him at such a young age like when it came to how controlling he was um so then he goes when I find out when I found out that our camp had been raided and burnt down I thought I'd never see my mother's robe again I thought it was gone for good and she goes it was almost it almost was Ulan but I saved it before leaving your camp. And then the next is a flashback of her snatching the robe and someone yelling, your highness, the tent is collapsing. We need to leave now. So like, even in the midst of something very dangerous, like she remembered that this was incredibly important and she ran back and, and got, you know, his mother's um, robe. And then it goes, and I thought I'd never see you again. Um, when I woke up and you weren't there, I, and like, they're just having such a touching, beautiful moment with each other and she goes dry your dry your tears it's unbecoming for a king you're behaving like a baby and he goes that's because I am right she's like you're such a baby and then he goes that's because I am one I'm the baby of my family and she goes wait you're the youngest me too and he goes I know that now fourth princess um and then they you know like it's it's really interesting that he's the youngest and he became the king and then like they're just staring at each other both flushing and then they kiss and it's just perfect and then it's just a full length um panel of them kissing and she's on her tippy toes and he's bent down and then um we end with like a like a foretelling of basically what how how their life was and it says and so king asura or rather king ulan now and his new bride queen queen yua lived happily ever after and had three babies not 33 that's a bit much the end and that's that's his first ride that, that ended makes me wonder did she first ride 33 and then people corrected her <laughs> yeah <laughs> i was i was wondering wait i think that was a joke actually it was earlier in the story wasn't it i think that was a joke of 33 babies <laughs> i mean i'd have 33 babies with him <laughs> uh, nope just saying. I'm just just <laughs> can, we, can we adopt 31 of them I mean, I'd at least try for 33 as many times as possible. <laughs> try with birth control, yes. <laughs> um, there's one thing I wanted to mention uh, that I just wanted to highlight. I, I love the culture that Lily brings into each, just into all her stories, both with Asura's Bride and Midnight Poppy Land. Like, I think there's just something so incredibly beautiful about the fact that it's like what makes 
Wuling Cry is seeing his mother's garment again. Like it re represents her like family, but more than that, it's also like history and legacy and um, culture at the end of it. This is a piece of his culture that she saved for him. And I, I just, I wish I knew more to be honest Yeah. Uh, about the significance of um, clothing like that. Cause it, maybe it is tied in emotion. Maybe it's ceremonial. Um, I just, I don't know. And I think it's just really important just to touch on the cultural aspects of pieces like this, especially now, like with a lot of really terrible things happening in the country. I am just so grateful that Lily is here being a, and sharing what I assume is her culture, her own culture with us. And I just want to say, I, I appreciate it so much. Very well said. I completely agree. I also think that it was the fact that like he gave it as a gift. It was, it was obviously something that meant a lot to him and he gave it as a gift and she didn't discard the gift. You know, she could have, it could have very easily been, well, it was, tent was burning. Like, you know, like, how do you expect me to go back and get, and she ran back and she got it. Even, even knowing in that instant, I'm not sure if she was aware of whether or not in that instant, if he was dead or not, she just knows that, you know, the, the camp was being burnt down. Um, but if she did know that he, or if she thought that he was dead, she probably thought that that was like the last thing that he gave her um yeah and like so she she went and she got it probably just to cherish it just as a as a memento of what happened that that night and that she did spend time with someone named King Asura but I don't I think do at that point she knew he was I don't think she was told yet that he would that he died yeah also so she probably was saving it for him it's just it's the the artwork is just gorgeous and like you said the I love the fact that they the style of dress is unique for each kingdom at least for the two kingdoms that we were able to see um but they are very much um I believe Lily's culture and it's beautiful it's great you yeah. finally you finally get to finish a webtoon yeah, <laughs> yeah. is there anything special you want to do um normally we have bonus questions so <laughs> we can do that okay so let me end this recording thank you so much to my current patrons Susie, lady liberus alley cat chelsea lily jenny Haley, one and only taco elizabeth maria molly veronica emily emily joe rochelle dahlia saucy tuggles meg ann rose priya stephanie and samantha your support is truly appreciated um,